to the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast. I'm your hostess, Allison Anderson, MD. This is the place where high-achieving women come to create relationships as extraordinary as their careers. If you're looking to uplevel all of your relationships, including the one with yourself, I've got you. Using evidence-based mindset tools, my training as a life coach, and my own experience as a physician, wife, and mom, I'll teach you everything you need to know to create relationships beyond your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, my amazing friends. Guess what? This episode marks the one-year anniversary of the Uplevel Your Relationships podcast, and I literally could not have done it without you. I mean, I guess I could have. I could have been recording this (laughs) for myself with zero people listening, but I am extremely grateful for all of your support over this past year, for those of you that tune in every single week, those of you who have left me a rating and or a review, those of you who get in touch in my DMs to ask questions and talk about whatever the podcast has been about that week, those of you who follow me on social media, my beautiful clients, of course, and any of you who are just, you know, silent listeners who haven't done any of those things. I'm grateful for you all and I love you so much. I can't believe that a whole year has already gone by since I recorded the first episode of this podcast. I remember I had done like a little um, bite-sized taste, like teaser episode, and I had planned to launch the first three episodes of the podcast on June 1st of last year. And even saying that is so funny, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this um, later on in the episode, but that traditional like business strategy of launching three episodes on a certain date so that there's like things there for the audience to listen to is just so not the vibe that I'm in now. This podcast is truly the greatest expression of my creative playground, which is the way that I view my business. And so a year ago, I was in Denver for a business mastermind. And I was having the best time learning and reaching and expanding and meeting amazing new friends in this like intimate small group that I was in. And I decided, you know what? F it. I'm just going to record my first episode and it's going to be completely imperfect. And I'm just going to put it out there. And that's exactly what I did. I think I actually recorded two episodes during that trip, and I just released one that week and one the next week, and I have not skipped a week since, which is something that I'm really proud of. I'm truly dedicated to the contribution that I make in the world, and it's my highest intention to serve people. And if there's something in here each week or even, you know, every once in a while that's helpful to you, then I feel like I'm doing my job that I came to do. So for this one year anniversary episode, I want to share four lessons that I've learned over the course of this last year in business, because really the launch of the podcast corresponds to the launch of my serious grown-up coaching business. I had been doing some coaching before I launched the podcast, but I was still in my certification program and I was just doing like pro bono free coaching sessions for practice and experience. So um, when the podcast launched, it was approximately the same, I think it was the same week even that I was finished with my life coach school certification. And that's when I really mark the beginning of this beautiful coaching business. So 
I want to share with you the four, well, four of the many lessons that I've learned from this first year in business. And I have a special treat for you if you listen all the way to the end. So the first lesson that I want to share that I've learned over the last year is that I can trust myself. There's so much info out there about business, right? And that's what I was referencing at the beginning of this episode. Like there's so many different programs and strategies and teachings about how to create a business, how to be an entrepreneur, how to build something successful. And, you know, there are people that preach like a certain way is the only way. There's a ton of masculine energy and strategy if you look into, you know, ways to build a business. It's like funnels and, you know, paid advertisements and make sure that you're talking about pain points. And it's just like there's so much in there. And it's not to say that any of that is wrong. And for sure, some of those marketing type strategies work for a lot of people. Like that's why they're taught, right? Because they can be successful. But I've really learned in the past year that business has so many pathways that work, especially a coaching business, something that is all about helping people up-level their lives. I'm not just like selling a product or, you know, doing that traditional kind of thing. Like what I sell in my business is transformation for people's lives. Like it's kind of a big deal, right? (laughs) And there's so many ways to create a business, to structure a business. There's so many ways to market. There's so many ways to contribute. And there's so many um, different types of packages and containers that you can create. I mean, really the sky is the limit in a coaching business or a lot of other businesses. So I have really realized over this last year that there are so many ways to do things and I don't have to do anything that doesn't feel intuitively right to me. And one example of that was this traditional teaching. And I know that, you know, not all of you are entrepreneurs of any kind, so you might not really have any sort of frame of reference for what I'm talking about. But, you know, this traditional teaching that I mentioned where when you launch a podcast, you must have three episodes to start with so that the audience can like listen to multiple ones in a row and really start to know, like, and trust you or whatever. Like that was the wisdom that I had been you know, taught or that I had come across when I was researching like how to start a podcast. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. And, you know, for sure, people like hire companies to produce their podcasts and do all this marketing and all of that. And nothing's wrong with that at all. But it didn't feel right to me. Like it just wasn't the way that I wanted to go about things. And I let myself acknowledge that early on a year ago, I let myself you know, admit like, Hey, that is not the strategy strategy that I want and I'm not going to do it. And so I let the process of this podcast be very organic from the very beginning. And that was a big lesson to me because, you know, my other career in medicine has felt very linear in a lot of ways. And I know you guys can probably, a lot of you relate to that. Like when you are trying to become a doctor you don't really have to think a lot about how you're going to go about it. Like, sure, there are, you know, bumps in the road. Maybe you don't get in to the school you want or, you know, in college, one of your grades is bad and that's preventing you from, you know, having the best application or your MCAT score sucks one time or whatever it is. Like, for sure, there are twists and turns. But overall, nobody has to reinvent the wheel of how to become a doctor. 
you go to college, you take the MCAT, you go to medical school, you, you know, apply for residency spots and go through the match. You do that. You take like the step exams. You know, it's just all very laid out. You don't have to. And really, there isn't a lot of room for a ton of creativity or deviation from that path. And that's the way that I essentially lived so much of my, you know, teenage years and adult life was following that linear path that didn't have much room for deviation. And so going into business, becoming an entrepreneur, especially becoming a coach, has really taught me that I don't have to do things the way that anybody else does them. I don't have to do things the way that anybody else teaches them. I can trust myself to decide which things to take with me from my teachers and which things to leave behind. And I can even invent and come up with my own ways of doing things that maybe no one else has done before. All of it is available. And all it takes is that I really tune in to what I know to be true inside myself instead of getting bogged down in all the noise of the traditional pathways that people teach. So the second lesson that I've learned in my first year in business is that I really appreciate and love my own voice. And I mean this both literally and figuratively. This sounds like so cheesy, but I seriously hated the sound of my own voice. Like for my whole childhood and as a teenager, I thought I had a weird voice. I thought it was like kind of deep and strange. Like I just really... um felt kind of embarrassed about the way my voice sounded. And some of you might be like, yeah, your voice is super annoying, but that's fine. You probably wouldn't be listening for long (laughs) if you thought that. But doing this podcast every single week for the last year, and you know, I don't do much editing of these things. I let them be perfectly imperfect just as they are. But I do go back and listen to my podcasts when I'm getting ready to publish them and like make sure that, you know, nothing got cut off or nothing crazy happened or there wasn't like some, you know, problem with the audio. And so over this last year of listening to my own voice, I've really grown to appreciate how my voice sounds. Like I actually like it. Um, And, you know, it's funny when I started doing this podcast, my oldest daughter (laughs) was listening to some of the episodes and she said something about like how my voice was really um, like soothing or good to listen to, which she's probably biased because, you know, she's heard that life or that voice during her whole life. (laughs) And it probably is soothing as most mother's voices are to their children. But I just thought that was really funny because she is, of course, a TikTok kid as they are these days and is listening to all kinds of like crazy ASMR and weird like sounds and videos on TikTok and YouTube. And her endorsement of my voice being pleasant to listen to really meant a lot to me. So I've definitely come to really appreciate and love the sound of my own voice and not view it as some kind of a problem or a deficiency or something that I should be ashamed of. And that's in a literal sense. And I've also really come to appreciate and love my voice in a figurative sense. I love the ability to express myself, to let myself be imperfect, to say things that people might not really understand or agree with, or things that maybe go against the grain a little. Going back to my career in medicine, Not that I could never speak out or express an opinion. Of course, that's often welcome. But there are many settings in medicine where you kind of stay on the straight and narrow path. 
You do what you're told, especially in your training. You don't, you know, express like wild opinions. You try to be polished. You try to speak professionally. And even aside from medicine, I definitely have those like perfectionistic tendencies where it was previously really hard for me to present something that I didn't view was perfect. Like I was never the type of person who enjoyed public speaking or who wanted to speak up in class. In fact, I think I've shared this before on the podcast, but I was so painfully shy as a child that I would literally cry (laughs) if I got called on in class, like in elementary school. I would do anything to avoid having to speak in any sort of a public setting, be it just in class, reading aloud, doing a presentation. Like I dreaded those things so much. And now I love having a voice and expressing it and having this platform and talking to you all every week and talking to my people on social media and in free classes and coaching my clients and giving talks in front of audiences. And I think that so much of that evolution is thanks to this podcast that I've been doing every single week because I've really practiced enjoying having a voice and expressing my opinions, whether they are well-received or not, whether they are agreed upon or not. So the third lesson that I've learned that I wanted to share with you from this first year in business is that my possibilities and all of yours are endless. Like all of those platitudes, the sky is the limit, the world is my oyster. (laughs) That one makes me laugh because when I was between marriages and in my dating phase, the world is my oyster was one of my like catchphrases or mantras because I really wanted to embody that vibe of like possibility and optimism and so much excitement for the future. Like I can do and be um, and create like anything that I want. And for sure, those amazing relationships are just going to come to me because the world is my oyster. And um, my amazing relationship did come to me during that period. So anyways, this last year in business and doing this podcast has really taught me that like I can do anything that I want to do. I am creative. I can create something in my life besides a medical career. I can make anything that I want. I can deviate from that path. I can do both. It's a yes and. I am not like trapped in the box of just having a profession in science and in medicine. Like there's room for me to do so much more than that if I desire to do so, which I do. And of course, you know, I do have a lot of privilege afforded to me. You know, I I I believe that the possibilities are endless for all of us, but for sure those possibilities are much more accessible to some of us. So I don't discount the fact that I come from a place of privilege. I have supportive parents who provided for me financially so that I could get the education that I got without really any stress at all um, in order to build my medical career. I get that I have the privilege of this amazing medical career to fund my creative endeavors in my business. And I have a lot of support systems around me that make it really easy for me to tap into what the possibilities are for me. So I don't discount that. And I've also really seen and shown myself over this last year in business that yes, everything is available to me if I go after it and if I want it. And I see it a lot with my clients too. Like so many of them change their lives in ways that they never even thought 
to imagine. You know, they come to me wanting to uplevel their lives in certain ways, often about relationships or career or just other aspects of their lives. And so they do see that more is possible for them and that's what they want. But sometimes and quite often they surprise themselves by exactly what they create and who they become through the process of coaching because their mind becomes open to things that they never even dreamed of. And so in this last year in business and of doing this podcast, I've really shown myself and I've learned just through interacting with my community and my clients that really the possibilities are endless you get to choose what kind of a life you want to create from this point forward. You can't change maybe what your childhood was like or your past or those circumstances, but you definitely do get to decide which direction to go now. And it can be the linear path that you've put yourself on and you can keep doing that and that's amazing. And you can definitely wildly deviate from that path at any time that you want. Okay, and then the fourth thing that I've learned in this year of business and this podcast that I wanted to share with you is that coaching is so much more than just a job or just a business. It is a relational mentorship experience, at least for me. I truly believe, and I have seen over this last year, how much I grow and evolve through working with my clients. Yes, I guide them. Yes, I have some amount of expertise or education or resources or knowledge that helps my clients create the transformations that they want in their lives. But just in the act of interfacing with them and having conversations with them and coaching them, I literally learn so much about myself. Like our sessions are not just for you, they're for me too. And when I decided to go into coaching, it was with this intention of serving others. That's why I went into medicine too. I really wanted to help people. I wanted to give back. I wanted to contribute. I wanted to make an impact. And of course I do that as an anesthesiologist. Like no doubt, I literally keep people alive on a daily basis and guide them through really challenging times in their lives for surgery. Um, So that is for sure an act of contribution and service that I do. And I knew that I wanted to do coaching because of that same theme of giving back to others and helping other people. So I never started this business just as like, let's make money, here's a new job, because for sure (laughs) it's way easier to just make money and have a job in medicine, which I already have. So I never started coaching just for, you know, another job or whatever. It was always with the intention of serving people at the highest level. And part of what I've always been drawn to with coaching and why partially why I decided to go into it was that I feel like I can truly impact people on an individual and a community level without all of the red tape of medicine. So all of that stuff led me into coaching. But part of what I have realized over the last year is that I really cherish the relationships that I have with my clients and even people who aren't Um, directly my clients or who never pay me, but are part of my community and that I interact with. Like I love this community and I deeply respect and am so blown away by the depth of relationships that we can create. I've gotten such a deeper understanding of just people, like our humanness, the messiness, the way our brains, you know, run wild with random thoughts that don't serve us. 
and also the power that we have to harness those thoughts and to shift them and to rewire our brains. Understanding the humanness of my clients by coaching them and interacting with them in my social media platforms, free classes, and all of those things, and this podcast, understanding that humanity has really helped me understand and be more compassionate to myself. That's a hard one for me. I, like a lot of you, can be very self-critical. I think most of us are our strongest critics. We judge ourselves more than we would ever judge another person. Like I've talked about before on this podcast, we say things to ourselves that we would never say to another person about another person, but yet we say them to ourselves. And so witnessing the human brains of all of my beautiful clients and community members and holding so much compassion for them has there has then helped me turn that compassion towards myself. And what I've really realized is that, you know, this coaching that I do, this mentorship, it's for both of us. It's for me. It's for you. Like, it's not just a one-sided relationship. It truly is a back and forth and a give and take. And during all of this experience in the last year, I really have just seen that, like, we're all just people doing our best. Even when our best isn't amazing, we're doing the best that we can with what we've got in the moment. And that's been a really beautiful thing for me to see and really start to embody towards myself. So those are four of the many lessons that I've learned over this last year in business and this last year of the podcast. And because I love you so, so much, and because I am so grateful for your support, I have something exciting for you. So I would love it if you would go on Apple Podcasts and leave me a rating and also a review. So if you need help figuring that out, go to the Google you know, get the scoop on how do you leave a rating and review because sometimes it's a little tricky. It's pretty easy from your phone in the podcast app that comes on your iPhone, but you might have to figure it out for your own situation. But go and leave me a rating and a review. Take a screenshot of it. And if you DM me or email me that screenshot, I will give you one free 30-minute private coaching session which is a super great deal. There is no obligation. I'm not going to do any like weird salesy things and overcome your objections to get you to keep working with me afterwards. It's literally no strings attached, just a 30 minute session for you to work on anything that you want insight on in your life. So leave me a rating and a review on the podcast, Apple um, platform and take a screenshot, send it to me via DM on Instagram or Facebook at Allison Anderson Coaching, or send it to me in an email, Allison at AllisonAndersonCoaching.com. And just by doing that, I will give you a free 30-minute coaching session with zero obligation to do anything else. Okay, my gorgeous friends, I love you so much. Thank you for the most amazing first year of business. I am forever grateful to all of you OGs who have been with me from the beginning. And if it's your first time listening, I'm grateful to you too. I hope you have the most amazing week and I will talk to you in next week's episode. Take care.